0: Bradalone's
1: Hardware and Garden Stores <laughs> brings your Garage Logic podcast number 770, January 13th, 2022. We reached a high of 48 degrees. That was in 1987, and it was 30 below in 1916.
2: Oh, it was, was it? Mm-hmm.
1: And now, from the mayor's office, I above remember the that, boat man, house, that was cold on the east shore of <laughs> How cold was It, it was It's so Garage cold. Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. You can't believe the feedback I'm getting from the uh, Mayor Fry and Mayor Carter announcing that you now must have proof of vaccination or a, a negative test to enter, uh, most principally, bars and restaurants, but also sporting venues and what have you. Say goodbye to
2: the service industry, my friend.
1: And uh, is it It's understandable, isn't it, that with each new edict it it becomes more understandable for people to express their frustrations. Is that a fair statement? Yes, absolutely. And to suspect something's up. Yes. Uh, And we've well resisted going down that road over the past two years. But you can't blame somebody for now wondering, what the hell is this? What's going on? What's
2: going on? <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. I mean,
1: I, I have to have more proof to eat at Taco John's than I do to vote. Oh,
3: now. I like Taco
2: John's. Now I want Taco John's.
1: Yeah, me too.
2: Potato Olay's, or Taco Johnny. Bell Ta- or whatever the hell Taco it is. Taco Bravo.
1: Taco yeah. Bravo and Potato <laughs> Olay's. Mm. Can I bring a utility bill to the restaurant to prove my identity? No, no, oh, that they is, don't. No, no. That's no. not going to be good enough. Will Joe. you need a proof of vaccination to vote if this continues? I guarantee
2: it will happen.
1: That
3: that can't happen. That
2: would be unconstitutional.
0: That, they
1: wouldn't allow that.
2: You want you guys want to place a wager on that? If that
4: doesn't,
1: oh, I bet, I, I, I bet you anything they would they would waive it for voting. All right, Johnny. I
4: love when such sounds like Kenny. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny, i get, tell you what, I'll bet you lunch. Okay. I'll bet you lunch. Wait, what's what the bet? bet is, what are we yeah. betting on? The bet is they will add some type of vaccination requirements for voting in November. They can't
3: do that. You can't. It'd be unconstitutional. I mean, there's I'm a, just, you uh, can't do it. Great. So I'm it'd be
4: unconstitutional right. the same way the Secretary of State changed the laws last election? Like, like that, you mean, John?
3: Well, he made it easier to vote, though, not harder. To
4: make
1: it harder. Uh, nothing's be. been more uh, bollocked up in my lifetime than voting. It's, uh, they, everything that hasn't been broken has been fixed.
3: That's one thing you and I disagree on. I know.
1: But I, you're I, wrong and I'm right. Send
3: everybody a ballot. That's all I care about. Yeah. Let them mail it in. I don't care.
1: John, that's so corrupt. It's just, John, you're just begging. You're like Angel from
4: Rockford Files, John. Oh, wow.
1: So shifty. Oh, my God. I got 10% of 50% of nothing. Yeah,
3: come on, Jimmy, 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 come on.
1: Well, let's not get distracted with
4: the voting. Uh, Reaver said something, uh, and you just went right by it. This is going to kill the service industry, the restaurants exactly. and bars in Minneapolis-St. Paul. It's I going to kill
2: them. S- I have so many friends that work in that line. Well, I mean, the ones that are still left anyway, that that at least stuck through the pandemic. But the, the ones that are left now, good luck to you.
4: I, okay. I feel so bad. Survey among the crew. Joe, you first. Are you going to go out during this period, and will you, in fact, bring your card? Well, yes. Okay. Yes. All right.
1: I'm not going to sit in my dungeon. I'm not going to stop leading my life.
2: Kenny, you know who this question's for? Seriously. Rookie. Rookie goes out to eat more than all of us. Well, maybe not Joe. Joe goes out.
3: He won't stop. No, he He won't won't stop. stop. That's true. But but it's so bizarre when I heard the story yesterday. Somebody in my family told me, and I said, that must be an onion story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and, and then I had to go find it myself. So,
4: what as a GLR are, are, are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just cave and go ahead and go along with
1: this? Well, why do Even I though see? I have friends in the business. Why do I want to see Pat Mancini go out of business? Well, that's a good point. I'm glad. I'm glad well, you brought that up. You don't want to. But
2: unfortunately, there are they, they've they made it impossible for certain people to maybe be able to yeah. go. Well, but, there's uh, hotheads hey, like
4: you, me that have their card that won't go out just because unprincipled. Yeah.
1: Dave Cassetta is a friend of mine. Tom Reed's a friend of mine. I, I don't want these people to lose their jobs, lose yeah. their livelihoods. That's a great, great point. Yep. Uh, Todd has a great email. It's called, How to Kill Your City. It's like they're writing a book. How to Kill Your City by Melvin Carter and Jacob Fry. Number one, <laughs> team up with the mayor of your nearest large city. If companies do this, it's called collusion. But when cities do this, it do this. it's called cooperation. There is safety in numbers. Number two, increase crime. It drives people away and thins the herd. Understaff police so criminals are braver. Don't prosecute when you do catch them and don't require bail. Give them lighter sentences. Let those serving out early. Number three, talk about affordable housing a lot. It makes your voting constituents feel good, except those living there, working there, and working and wanting to visit. Number 3A, one way to get affordable housing is to get businesses to close. This encourages redevelopment. If you raise minimum wages more than your neighboring cities, microeconomics proves businesses will find the lowest point over time and either be forced to close, move to a cheaper area, or raise its prices, which necessitates more affordable housing. 3B, raise sick time requirements and other benefits on businesses. 3C, shut the business down due to COVID in an election cycle, but eventually reopen and commit to never closing them again. Meanwhile, the damage is done. Low wage earners have moved on to other jobs, forcing bars and restaurants to be open limited hours with limited menus. 3D, once reopened, make it so customers and employees must be vaccinated or tested. Uh, which they aren't. W- which there aren't many tests available. I'll be visiting St. Paul tomorrow for my last lunch, even though I'm vaccinated. It is unbelievable how they are killing what used to be two good, uh, two pretty good cities, TC and Maple Grove. Well, there's not much you can argue with. There. No, none. There's not none much, much to you can I mean. argue with.
4: Joe, I'm guessing a lot of people are going to keep going out. They're just going to go elsewhere. They, they, you know, they'll drive to. I don't know Roseville, Shoreview. Oh, Hopkins. Hopkins. Thirty bales. That's exactly Um, who I thought of. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, speaking of letting people out early, the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office is actively searching for an 18-year-old inmate who was allowed out of custody for a few hours to attend a funeral earlier this month. Judge Regina Chu let him out. That's right. But we're going to make up example out of Kimberly Potter. But he's never returned to jail. Court documents state Chavirio Childs Young has a lengthy juvenile criminal history involving assault and weapons offenses, including being involved in a violent assault and kidnapping case in St. Paul in February 2020. On January 3rd, Childs Young was granted a three-hour release to attend a family member's funeral, signed by Hennepin County Judge Regina Chu, who has got to go and ordered to return to jail by 12.30 p.m. that day. Well, of course, he hasn't been seen since. And my sincere hope is that he's in Belize by now and not terrorizing (laughs) more of the citizens of Minneapolis. While most of Child Young's criminal record is before his 18th birthday, that remains sealed. He was charged in a terrifying attack where he and a group of other teenagers beat up a St. Paul dad, stole his wallet and credit cards, and then drove off in the family van with two young children inside. You'll recall that we talked about this. Mm -hmm. The victim, shaken, asked us in the immediate aftermath to conceal his identity, but told Fox 9 at the time, I had no clue what was about to happen until it started happening, until I started getting punched. As for Childs Young, he was subsequently charged as an adult twice for illegally possessing a firearm and in one case fighting with a Hennepin County deputy who was trying to arrest him. His three-hour release, signed by Chu, has some, particularly on social media, questioning why Childs Young was allowed out allowed out of custody for any time, while Chu rejected pleas from Kim Potter's defense team to go home for Christmas while awaiting sentencing for the accidental killing of Dante Wright. Fox 9 reached out to Hennepin County Court Administration and was told Judge Chu cannot comment on active cases. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office told reporter Paul Bloom that due to communication challenges, our office was not consulted regarding the child-young temporary release the uh, law enforcement continues to search for him. And then, as we pointed out, either yesterday or the day before, if that wasn't enough, she then released Sean Coates Mm -hmm. from custody. Uh, I pray that the woman he was following uh, madly, by the way, uh, by which I mean mad as in angrily. I mean, this guy, remember, he took on about six firefighters who were armed with axes and iron pipes Mm -hmm. trying to get to that woman. And now he's out. Regina Chu let him out, but we're going to keep Kim Potter in jail. Yep, because we're desperate to make this analogous to the Derek Chauvin case, which it is not even remotely analogous. By the way, the more
2: I thought about it, the, the part that Jai Hansen mentioned yesterday, where th- they need more clarity. Thank you. Th- think about that—that that she she legally couldn't let him go.
1: What if Chu was the judge who said issued the warrant? We don't know that. Oh, but wow. I hadn't even <laughs> thought about that. We don't know that. <laughs> well, back to vaccines. Uh, I, I I have a picture of my vaccine card on my phone. Is that good enough? I don't know. I have to literally start hauling uh, the damn thing around? You no, you must I show think your papers. that's good enough,
3: isn't it? I think the paper, or the paper, the uh, story said, if you bring a facsimile, I Think. but is Maybe also i better check on
2: that it's up. also up to each individual yeah. business correct john what it, either you have to have the actual physical card with
4: you oh, oh you okay. know what you know Let's what else what and will do if businesses don't comply we've already seen his behavior during Does this COVID. create
1: a possibility that you can be you can have covid which we now know you can have covid having been vaccinated mm-hmm. and you have a vaccination proof of you have a proof of vaccination card so mm-hmm. if you have covid, it, it, you've tested for it but you feel great, can you go to the restaurant and get in and show them the card? I Cuz well, you have covid. I guess. Yeah, I think right. All right. What are they hoping to accomplish, Fry and Carter? What are they hoping to accomplish? Well, the- go ahead, Kenny.
4: Sorry. Whatever they're hoping to accomplish isn't going to work. We already know that. They're the only two, these two asshats Who are they trying to kid? Seriously, who are they trying to kid?
2: There was a great line I saw yesterday. Ah, solution. Let's do all the crap that didn't work the first time. This time it'll work.
4: Right. This is all posturing. This is nonsense. The same with the masks. You know, even that little twerp Fauci admits we're all going to get it. You may use a photo of your vaccination card, Joe.
1: Oh, wonderful. I'll I'll keep that handy. (laughs) I I uh, I can't blame people for dreaming up theories as to what's taking place here. This is never; it's becoming never ending. Yeah, it's just two weeks to slow the spread. Had to do it. Sorry. Well, that's another uh, interesting thing you just mentioned. Fry insists that this is a temporary measure. Do you want to bet? Hold on. There's no uh, temporary. No, they, they don't believe that. Nothing these people do is ever temporary. It's just one more layer of the onion of bureaucracy. Well, what's
2: your phrase that you've used for years on this show? I don't know. We're getting nibbled to death. <laughs>
4: yeah. We are. Chris, you bring that up a lot. Um, the, it's just two weeks to slow the spread. Do you think, I personally believe that they actually believed that at the time. I do as well. However, it opened the door
2: for further regulation. It, it, we've been it, saying this since March of 2020. The goalpost keeps getting moved yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It the, wasn't two weeks. And, right. and what, I, yep. what, what really irritates me personally is the phrase, well, it's just until. It's yep. just until vaccines. It's just yep. until. Well, when is
1: it then? Here's another problem. Here's another problem. The way this is played out has rendered it virtually impossible to ever declare that it's over. Yes. Right. Yes. There there's. But we're acting. We're acting like if we do everything we're supposed to do, this will end. So there are many people. uh, I doubt many who are listening to this show, but there are many people who are not going to be taken aback at all by Fry and Carter's admonition to now wear masks.
2: Oh heavens, and, no! No fallen locks. Because what they they, say. they
1: apparently believe that it's a maze we're going through, and ultimately you're going to come out the other end and it's over. Well, the common cold has been with us for a million years, uh, and isn't that basically what the omicron variant well, is? It's a serious cold. The, the The flu has been with us forever. And what, what do we wh- do
4: about the flu, Joe?
1: You get once a, vaccine, a year. Once a year, you get a shot. Yeah. It's not even called a shot. I mean, it's not even called a vaccine. You get a flu shot. Yep. I heard somebody say, I don't remember where I heard it, but if you take your dog to the vet to get a vaccine for, I don't know what dogs get vaccines for, worms, let's say. You don't bring the dog back for the same vaccine every six months. That's probably a poor analogy. <laughs> But I want to stick to something because I think I'm on to something. We're behaving in a way that suggests that some greater force must know that they have an end date in mind for this. But that can't be true. That can't be true. Wait, you lost me. Well, what? what's, okay, now you're going to have masks in restaurants. Okay. Uh, that's not going to solve anything. Uh, and what if, what if, despite that mandate, the uh, the omicron uh, continues to infect more and more people? Well, then you know that didn't work. So then, what's next? Yeah. Because this well, isn't going to end.
4: No. We just have to wait for the great and high and mighty Fauci tell us when it's okay to just resume life as normal.
2: I like to call We'll
4: all bow down to King Fauci and do as he says.
1: I, I don't have the animosity that you have for Fauci. Uh, <laughs> yeah, although I, I would either. say this about Fauci. He has changed his mind a hundred times. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? But I don't I mean, he's just a player in this. I don't think he's the puppeteer. Well, but Joe, he is on the government dime.
5: Well, but that's
1: so are all of these people. So was Walls, so was Fry. But so was Carter, so was
2: Biden. That's a big problem that people have is because he is on the, well, I
1: think I'm preaching to the choir. I, I don't have a problem with Fauci, except I, I, I've certainly learned to understand his inconsistencies. I mean, he was, a, he was an anti-mask guy at the beginning and then I'm for guy. the hospitals. Yep. And, and see, he's been all over the map. But I think, you know, what I've often said about Walls, he didn't ask for this. Walls didn't ask for this, but they, he sure but, does love it. But they I, never let a crisis go to waste. No, they don't. I,
3: I think what writes. you're saying, Joe, is because I feel the same way. Is you go online or you go somewhere, and for some reason, everybody thinks there's this evil intent. Yeah, I don't. See, I don't see an evil. No, intent. I don't either. I don't. I either. see. I see it's com- confusion. A lot of confusion. But I don't thing. see any evil
4: intent. John, the same thing with the mayors. Do you feel the same way about the? Uh, the, the I, clown I don't
3: America? see. I, I, I'll go with clowns, uh, but I I don't see any evil intent. I don't think there's any. I don't think Tim Walls has any plan to, uh, you know, turn us into a socialist society. Because, but John, can you
1: understand was, that people will begin to more and more. Well, yeah. Develop that y- in yes, their minds I mean, as these as these layers of admonitions keep piling up and up and up. Yeah. And, and, well, and, yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ken.
4: Another question for you, um, you and Joe. Do you guys think that the mayors and the governor believe that this will actually help and slow it down and stop it? Do you think they believe that in their heart? When they look around all the suburbs and the suburbs are all saying, yeah, no, I don't think so. Do you, yeah, believe, I, do you believe? Do you believe they think they're doing they,
3: good? I do. Yes. Okay. I, but I, I don't agree with you know. And I, you know, I've always, right. you know, where I've always been. Yeah, well, I this know. This thing is know. ridiculous. The new thing. But yeah. let me yeah. let
2: me ask it this way because yeah. we we yeah. touched on it briefly before we started recording the show. The death rate for the Omicron variant, even with unvaccinated people, is less than one percent. Correct? I have no I, idea. We don't
3: know. I can look it up. Sure. But
2: but it, but it's some it's it's much smaller than even the regular first wave of the coronavirus. Correct? I uh, yes. yes definitely, okay. Definitely. Then let's just bleeping get it over. Well, with. That's what I'm thinking. Hit
1: me, baby. Let's go. Come
2: sneeze in my face. I mean, let's, let's go Let's get it over here. with
1: here. No, and it's then I'm saying one, that yes. having just said it'll never be over. Uh, <laughs> well
2: there's already the 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 new what was it the uh, the Delta cron variant. Florida.
1: Flow. Well
2: that's a different one. Oh. Isn't it? It's tough to keep track of the variants.
1: Star yeah. Wars to mania. Hey by the way, is it
4: easier to get the COVID than it is to get the flu? Which one is easier to I catch? I have no
1: idea. I have no idea. Cuz
4: I never get a flu shot. I get the flu about once every six years. The only thing,
2: though, that we can say when the news broke of the, the new regulations now in the Twin Cities thank God we're not Canada.
1: Right? Well, why? What, I've that's always America's said that. Hat. Well, but the, the, the restrictions that. that are
2: going on up there is
1: ridiculous. <laughs> what well, then yeah. the supply chain problems hit them so dramatically that they waived restrictions now for truck drivers. Oh.
2: Well, yeah. you guys saw the story about the family that was kicked out of the Ronald McDonald house yes. in Vancouver. Yes.
1: W- what the hell are we doing? You realize this country is 80,000 truck drivers short right now? You're kidding. No, nope, 80,000. Wow. It's hard to believe this is the United States of America. Uh, even the CP, she'll never come around to my worldview, <laughs> but, but even the CP said yesterday she, had to, she went to five stores to make one meal. You're kidding. No. Nope. Wow. Really?
4: You guys aren't eating the same thing the Olsons
1: are eating, are you? Yeah, I I haven't (laughs) had that issue. Well, we're not eating Spam and
4: Velveeta. Velveeta. That's my point, yeah. Spam sandwiches, (laughs) honey? Hell yeah. (laughs) Um, Staying on COVID, it really makes me uncomfortable when all of Twitter celebrates when they find out that Glenn Beck now has COVID for the second time and he doesn't have the vaccine. And the people just come out of the woodwork hoping he dies. What is that? The left does. are mean. What if we, what's happened to us as a country where we're hoping
1: people die? Well, he was on the radio today. Is he not sick?
4: It's moved to his lungs, according to what I'm reading. That's
1: not good. Yeah.
4: That makes me uncomfortable. People hoping that other people no, I, die. I I, I, a... I, I, uh, I I hate fo- Fauci, but I hope it's a, a, you know, a long run for him. Uh, this is from Fox News, so take
2: it for what it's worth. But I got this from Scott. The state of Washington has now refused help from unvaccinated county workers to clear snow affecting the supply chain. <laughs> no, oh. no, no. You can't clear snow. Oh. You're unvaccinated. God. What the hell?
1: Uh, that would be your outside, Jesus. and you're, you would be able to pretty well socially distance yourself. You're in a truck by yourself. By yourself with maybe you know, a plow blade.
4: <laughs> these rules, um, nobody, we're nobody's on. We're not, we're not going from the same playbook, are we? nope. nope. We're all just making up our own playbook and deciding
1: these are the rules. Uh, we have a bigger problem, perhaps. Oh, good. Bad meat. Oh, no. No, not this story. <laughs> you got this, John?
3: I do. I read it six times trying to figure out. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, at uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport, U.S. Customs uh, and Border Patrol officers have identified a trend that could have deadly effects and lead to another outbreak of disease. The culprit is bushmeat. meat. Bush meat. Since late December, agriculture specialists uh, at the airport have have observed U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents returning from Liberia and declaring fish only on their written and verbal declarations. Even when passengers are asked asked directly about bushmeat, they declare fish. Inspections reveal more than fish. Most packages are wrapped in multiple layers of newspaper, plastic, foil, and tape, Chief Agriculture Specialist Lauren Lewis said the intermingling of fish and bushmeat in the same package is common. During the last week of 2021, officers seized over 104 pounds of bushmeat. I don't even, what is bushmeat? I can tell you if
3: you really want to know. I do. Uh, It comes, it comes, it's uh, smoked, dried or salted and it comes from animals like bats. Non-human primates, oh. antelope, and cane rats, oh, which are also God. known as
1: grass cutters, God is
3: in Africa.
4: Uh,
3: oh. And like the
2: beer, by the way, when you pronounce it, you're supposed to say "bush."
4: Bush. bush. Does anybody want to buy some raccoon meat? No,
3: <laughs> no,
1: thanks. Uh, I,
4: I, I, I I have a I have a source.
1: <laughs> so what it's bringing to the country, uh, the suspicion is Ebola. Yeah, stuff like that. You bringing know. Ebola to the country. Uh, well, how do I, I... I can't anticipate that I'll ever have a meal of this. I, I, come on. How about you come on over? We'll make some bats. But I suppose if it gets into the Liberian community, then, a, then a Ebola could easily spread. And then know. we'll just need two weeks to stop that spread. They will have a vaccine for it. Right.
3: Here's, here's an instance of where it happened. A fella brought in a part of a monkey. Okay. And including just two primate arms and rib material. Okay. And, and because oh, it's what? not it's not controlled in any way, that could carry several diseases, including, like you what said, Ebola. What is going
4: on in the world? What in the, the hell world? is happening to us? What in? What?
2: I forgot to bring this up uh, during the COVID discussion, but I just want to make this...
1: uh, It's rather free-flowing today. We're back and forth
2: between topics, (laughs) but it's working so far. I I say this because I knew you were going to bring this up. It's from the the COVID account that I mentioned that I follow. That's always pretty accurate with Mm -hmm. with statistics from the CDC,
4: by the way. Name it again, because I've seen some tweets from them. At COVID underscore clarity. Right.
2: Yep. Yep. Minneapolis and St. Paul just announced new vaccine mandates for bars and restaurants. New York City implemented similar mandates weeks ago in an effort to curb the spread. How has it worked for New York City? Cases are up 1,800% since the mandate began and are six times higher than ever. And you can see the chart below.
3: Mm -hmm. Here's what I don't get about it. If I have a card, I have two vaccinations and a booster. Mm -hmm. Last week, I also had COVID-19. So if I walk into... A restaurant and show them my vaccination card. I'm still liable to transmit it to somebody. I just said so that earlier. What, does, what this create, does, it,
1: does this create a scenario where yeah. you're vaccinated, you can prove it, but you have COVID? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't do that, but no. but
3: you know, there's other people I'm sure that would. And what's the point? I mean, there's no point in the the mandate.
4: Yeah. Well, try telling them that. That excuse me. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm we got bad drunk, meat I'm now. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm very worried about the bad meat. Bad monkey, arms. Yeah.
4: monkey arms. Monkey arms. <laughs> what am I missing? And monkey ribs. Oh, I'm ribs. just waltzing through life thinking, yeah, beef, pork, <laughs> uh, venison. There's a There's a whole other deal going on there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, walleye. Yum, walleye.
3: <laughs> you know what monkey tastes like. Uh, chicken chicken Chicken. yeah of course all right let's take a a time out you think so
2: that's
6: enough (laughs) it's time for your new year's resolution we all spent a lot of money during the holidays and i can help you save some money too do what i did call the canopy group They shopped over 16 insurance companies, increased my coverage greatly, and saved me over $600 annually. I procrastinated and wish I had done this a decade earlier. Now I'm part of the Canopy Group's annual process. I do not have the time, interest, or knowledge to shop 16 different companies for my home and auto insurance. Do me and yourself a favor. Don't procrastinate. Make this your New Year's resolution. Call the Canopy Group and get the best insurance coverage and save money. You will be off to a wonderful new year. Go to thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. That's what I'm learn More
1: here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Sucheret. Come on,
4: GLers, bounce with me. Woo! Uh.
1: Hey, let's go to Moline, Illinois for a moment. Okay. Moline. All right. Isn't that one of the quad cities? I think so. Davenport, Moline, and a couple others. You can get them. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't know if that works there, but okay. You can get them. <laughs> From
1: uh, TV station KWQC. KWQC. Permission slips popped up earlier this week in the lobby of the Jane Adams Elementary School in Moline that appeared to invite students to join the... After School Satan Club. What? Oh, oh yeah. Why not? Geez. Why not? Oh, no. It turned out to be a real offer to join a real club. TV6 investiga- investigators uh, spoke with its organizers and found it is a nationwide club founded by members of the Satanic Temple who offer it to schools that have after school clubs offered by religious organizations such as the Child Evangelism Fellowship. Isn't Satanism the absence of religion?
4: No, I think it is itself a religion, isn't it?
1: The after-school Satan Club is intended to act as an affirmative offer to a religion's to religious after-school programs, especially to kids who may not be able to go home straight from school. So just leave them with us. We'll teach them about the devil. Yeah, come six, on in. Six, six, six. <laughs> if you're going to open the public forum up to one religion, you open up to all of them, said Lucian Greaves, co-founder of the Satanic Temple. <laughs> the Good News Club, a program organized by the organization <laughs> Child Evangelism Fellowship, is offered at, James, at Jane Adams Elementary School. Programs such as the Good News Club and After School Satan Club uh, bring up centuries-old debates regarding separation between church and state. Uh, There have been decades and generations of people trying to uh, encroach religion into public schools, and we simply can't allow the government to pick and choose which religions are worthy of expression, said Greaves. He's the satanic expert guy. Like most, like most schools in the nation, Jane, Jane Adams Elementary offers community-based programs to use its building after hours for a fee. The school is not legally allowed to limit programs wanting to use their facilities based on the organization's viewpoint. Hence, programs like After School Satan Club and Good News Club can be unaffiliated with the school and still use the building. All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Good News Club was a subject of tension in the early 2000s when a New York school called Milford Central argued that the program violated its community use policy by practicing worship in its building. Uh, I think these I think these Satan clubs have come up before, uh, so they're going to have the Satan Club. But you're going to learn devil's card tricks and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fun <laughs> games. Do you bring you know a dish to pass? I wonder if you Satan bring a club? lunch or a snack.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but you know fun games and story times and and I don't I don't see what's wrong with it. I
2: didn't know there was an East Moline by the way. I was looking it up on the map. Mm-hmm. I like the maps.
1: Uh, so Oops. the organization gave thirty flyers to the uh, Adams School. Uh, they're promotional uh, premier, uh, promotional materials that are religious in nature and qualify for lobby display only. The flyers are in the on a table in the lobby, and that is where some uh, students picked it up. Board of Education policy allows for community use of the facilities. Uh, Since we have offered religious entities to rent our facilities after school, we are not permitted to discriminate against different religious viewpoints, to illegally deny their organization to pay to rent our publicly funded institution, after school, subjects the district to a discrimination lawsuit, which we will likely not win. So, rather than uh, fight that, they're going to uh, they're going to welcome the satans in. The Satan I Club. wonder,
4: do they have an image of him? What does what does Satan look like? Got does the he got horns the,
1: and the whole deal, the, kind of the a bub thing. Yeah. Pointed tail kind of, deal, yeah, kind of the ears, <laughs> pitchfork, yeah, bright red, <laughs> kind of. Uh,
4: you know, John, from what I've been told. The, Lucifer, devil, you know. the devil can really teach a guy how to play a guitar.
3: Yeah, okay. I guess. Although he got beat in that fiddle contest, so.
4: He
1: did. He did. He yeah. Did. yeah. So. I like that. I, I, I wish my kids went to school and had a Satan club. I think they missed out. You think so? Yeah. How do you sit there and take it seriously? <laughs> well, because. I mean, it sounds like a belly
4: jiggler to me. Well, their minds
5: are full of mush. That's the problem. <laughs>
3: Boy, oh boy. The crossroads. I just got it, Kenny. Took me a minute, but I got go. it. Oh you, my god. You gotta go
4: on down to the crossroads.
3: Oh. Hey, by the way, uh speaking of the quad cities, have you
2: guys
1: ever done Rock Island?
2: It, done it. What do you mean, done it? Wasn't there a maybe. Isn't there a famous golf course there? Have you guys ever been in that area? I've
1: never been, uh I've been across I've been in the Iowa side of the quad cities. Okay. But I've never been on the uh I'll be going through it this uh August. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. stop by and say hi. Uh, okay, let's come back with Johnny Height, shall we? Okay. Yeah.
2: Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it for me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold.
6: This guy wears many hats,
1: just not indoors. Joe Sushere.
3: I look up and that's what I see.
1: John, before you start the news, can I give uh, you some, uh, some, uh, a math problem? You, you may. Uh, Daryl writes, hail the flashlight King. Hail Hail you. you. Danger, multiplication and division ahead. In 2021, the Chicago police department reported 1,848 carjackings. Minneapolis police reported only 640 carjackings. Therefore, you may think that Chicago is the carjacking capital of the USA. Not so fast. According to the 2020 U.S. Census, the latest year available, Chicago's population was 2,746,368, and the Minneapolis population was 429,954. Thus, Chicago is more than six times larger than Minneapolis. Comparing the total number of carjackings between the two cities is not accurate. A clearer picture emerges when you compare the rate of carjackings per 100,000 people. Carjackings reported population rate per 100,000 people. Chicago, 1,848. Minneapolis, 640. That's 67 carjackings per 100,000 people in Chicago and 149 carjackings per yeah. 149 carjackings per 100,000 people in Minneapolis. You are more oh. than 2.21 times <laughs> more likely to be carjacked in Minneapolis than Minnesota. Okay. Congratulations well to Mayor Jacob Fry and the Minneapolis City Council. Well done. Daryl Piltz up in St. Cloud. I get it. Even so I followed that. How come you dummies couldn't?
3: I started taking notes, but I ended up just yeah, crossing the I, 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 I
4: zoned
1: out. It's easy. Once per 100,000 people... Per one hundred thousand people, yeah, there yeah, are sixty-seven uh, okay. carjackings right. in Chicago. Yeah. So
2: if a bat and
1: a ball no. costs no, a dollar, no, don't do that. Stop. There are 67 carjackings per 100,000 people in Chicago, and 149 carjackings per 100,000 right. people in
2: Minneapolis. Okay, yeah, that does make right.
4: sense. Did Henry Ford See, now, invent uh, charcoal? Yeah.
3: If, if you just yeah. said that one sentence right there, that would have been very. Uh, it has given us a lot of information. Well, I mean, the, guy the had rest of email was, I'm giving him is a radio
2: it's show or a plume podcast. Plume. Plume. Yeah. Yeah. By plume the way, um, I did get this from uh, from our buddy Zipco. It's on my Twitter account. I don't know if you guys saw this, but, you know, you, you've seen the Stay Safe Minnesota signs, the guy with the mask that says masks required for everyone. Yeah. And then underneath it says, even while jacking cars. Really? Yeah, yeah that's a new mandate well, our, now. I didn't State know where you were going there. Whoa.
4: Here's- <laughs> Oh, Kenny just had a heart attack.
1: Here's John Haidt in his (laughs) newsroom. Why, thank you, Joe. As we talked about earlier, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob
3: Fry and St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter announced yesterday a temporary policy well, they call it temporary anyway, for establishment serving indoor food or beverages. The policy, which applies for licensed businesses at which food or drink is served, will require customers to either show proof of COVID-19 vaccination or a negative uh, PCR or antigen test taken within 72 hours of the visit. Mine? A city official said the policy will take effect January 19th. Uh, now, this will uh, be a lot of other places you'll have to use it, too. Uh, for instance, the Wild have already addressed this, said, yes, we'll, well, you'll have to have that to get into one of our games.
1: So, well, they're at home tomorrow night with the Duck, and uh, uh, Kaspiroff or the, whatever the county's Kaprasov. name is, will be back, and everybody will be masked up. There you
3: go. There you go. Uh, meanwhile minneapolis public schools will go virtual for two weeks due to what they call a significant reduction in school staff available to work because of covid19 students will begin learning virtually on friday and return to classrooms january 31st in-person after-school programs will go on hiatus during the break while varsity athletic practices will continue as planned junior varsity b squad and middle school sports have been canceled the announcement came a day after officials in the Osseo, Pryor Lake, and Richfield District said they'd move forward toward, uh, they would move, excuse me, toward remote learning. Rochester and Shakopee schools announced on Wednesday a move to distance learning from January 18th through January
4: Guys, 28th. Guys, does anybody know um, uh, staff shortages, are they due to t- teachers that have the COVID or that are afraid for their lives? Probably B, both. B. B. Yeah. I, be, I think it's more likely that
1: it's B. Let me rephrase a question I asked earlier during the vaccine discussion. Is there a benchmark in mind? Is there uh, a development that must be achieved for this to cease being a daily hectoring of the American
3: well, citizens?
4: Ex-
1: excellent question.
4: What,
3: can, and can I don't know how this works, but can we assume, I guess we can't assume the next variant will also now be lesser because we seem to be going down in. in uh, uh, I, I think they run out of juice after a while, don't they? Yeah, and and that's what's happening with uh, Omicron or whatever, however it's pronounced. And apparently, I read this morning on the East Coast uh that they're seeing a lessening of that good so i guess we wait to see what happens I, uh, next
4: i went on a uh anti-booster rant in my own household a few days ago i was walking around b- b- breaking rant uh lamps and, and just going crazy <laughs> uh when i finally calmed down i was informed that i am in fact getting a booster shot oh. so, so. <laughs> and then you went yes ma'am <laughs> so i yeah I'm, i guess i'm pro booster in my house <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, uh, this morning,
3: Duluth Mayor Emily Larson announced a 30-day mask mandate. The announcement comes three days after we talked about this. The Duluth City Council passed an ordinance making it clear the mayor does have the authority to issue a mask mandate. Remember, the council wouldn't vote for one. But they said, hey, the the mayor, though, she can do it if she wants to. And now she has the talk of restoring the loose mask requirement, which was dropped last summer, has come amid that rise in COVID-19 cases. And after, of course, as we said, Minneapolis and St. Paul reinstated their mask mandates. You might soon be able to drink at public picnic pavilions in St. Paul and drink something stronger than 3-2 beer anyway. Right now, current laws do not allow beverages stronger than 3-2 alcohol. I did not know that.
1: Yep. Have you to have a picnic at Como, you can't have a six-pack with you? Right. Yep. I did not know that. Nope. This is
2: nope. also a huge problem. I know this is a town ball story with yeah. these ballparks because they won't let
3: them sell stronger than 3-2 beer at a right. lot of ballparks. Right. I believe it's As the it, same
4: in Minneapolis, too. You have to sneak it in.
3: At Wednesday's City Council meeting in St. Paul, staff introduced an ordinance that would raise the limit to 5.5% ABW to allow most beers and hard seltzers. Mike Hahn is the Parks and Rec Director in St. Paul. He said this is something we think would make it easier on our customers and our people that need to communicate and enforce rules. Minnesota is the last state where 3-2 beer is made to meet government restrictions. The weak brews have been traced back to prohibition when the federal government outlawed intoxicating alcohol, but determined anything below 3.2% was okay. St. Paul Parks and Rec hmm. Department staff said the current rules are hard to enforce because of public confusion over what is considered 3.2%.
4: is not that hilarious that uh, Minnesota basically created prohibition? And we still haven't gone back and rejoined the rest of the country, have we? Well,
1: it did start here with the Volstead Act.
4: Yeah, yep, it yeah. did.
2: Yeah. Well, the other part of this, though, is a lot of these places don't make it anymore. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: hmm Yeah, I don't... Uh,
4: you know, Anheuser-Busch, I, I'm for grateful instance. to not know
1: anything about 3-2 beer.
4: So does this mean, John, I can get like four 16-gallon kegs and a, a trailer full of ice and go down to Como Park and, and throw a bash?
3: hire a band and
4: yeah it's the whole deal <laughs> i Wet don't know t-shirt contests the whole well, thing you might be stretching her a little you bit. more of an eight
1: eight two guy no no that's too much <laughs> eight two <laughs> well back in the day i'm old enough to wonder what was my dad drinking when he ordered me downstairs to go get him a cold hams was that three two Oof. no no
4: That was the the real thing. Probably 5%. 5%. Please tell me he had a a, a church key. key. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that would be so awesome to go back to those days. I still
1: remember a hot summer day, and he had finished cutting the grass, and he said, hey, run downstairs and get me a can of beer, will you, in the basement. And I brought him, and he opened it, and he handed it to him, and he said, here, take a sip. Take a sip. that was a fatal mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And And so it begins.
3: Rising inflation has reached (laughs) levels not seen since 1982, according to new federal numbers released yesterday. The Consumer Price Index, the standard measure of inflation, rose 7% from December 2020 to December 2021. According to the Bureau of Labor stats, that's the largest yearly increase since June of 1982. Uh, month to month inflation did slow down a bit. It was 0.9% in October, 0.8% in November, 0.5% in the new December numbers. Uh, Six things. We learn from the new numbers. Gasoline, natural gas, got cheaper for the first time in months. Uh, Food, meanwhile, is 6.3% more expensive than a month ago. New and used vehicles continue to increase in price. Used cars and trucks are now almost 38% more expensive than 12 months ago. New vehicles up 11.8%. Hourly wages are going up, but they can't keep up with the rising prices, according to the Bureau of Labor stats. Forty years ago, when those numbers were high, inflation had risen early in the Reagan administration, but fell after new policies were put in so, place.
2: And I have audio on that very subject from our president. Okay.
0: I'm not an economist, but I've been doing this a long time. But here's the way to look at it. If car prices are too high mm-hmm. right now, there are two solutions. You increase the supply of cars by making more of them,
7: yeah.
4: or you
0: reduce demand for cars by making America's poor. Oh, That's boy. a choice.
1: That's that, a choice. That is so fundamentally wrong. <laughs> wow. What a dink. Here, here's what's wrong with that. Jeez. This is the go same Brandon. guy who is uh, beholden to the green movement that doesn't even want you to buy a car. And number 2, there aren't the prices are going up, Joe, because there's no supply. They can't make more of and them. And the supply is caused by the chip shortages. Right.
5: Well, let's start with this. No, I can't hear that again. I can't hear that again.
4: Joe, what are it, you it's, thinking? It's sometimes like it, he's imitating Rookie when when you uh, spring one on Rookie and he just tries to talk make his way out. Yeah, he just
2: starts BSing his way out oh, of a yeah. paper bag. That's a brilliant bit idea. Yeah, Biden or Rookie. Yeah. <laughs> not who said it? Not who yet, said it? But, but do it in almost in written form. No,
1: no. Here's how you do it. You keep that clip, or you keep finding Biden clips, okay. or or Harris clips, and then Rookie gets asked the same question. Rookie, why are car? What's the situation <laughs>
2: Rookie, ex- with car prices? Explain inflation to us right now. Yeah, yeah.
4: But let's not
1: tell him
2: ahead of
4: time. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he's really good when you put him on the spot and there's yeah. no pre-planning. That's right. when
1: he's the best. <laughs> okay, let's. I'm going to make a note. Yep.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in we'll tomorrow, right? Yeah, yep. he'll be here okay, tomorrow. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> i like fridays i don't have to work as hard i don't even do show prep <laughs> oh boy i sure do I'll be, have said that. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be here tomorrow too kenny so we will have five of us oh so nice we'll be, awesome uh, fun we'll
3: act fun the republican national committee is getting ready to change its rules to require presidential candidates seeking the party's nomination to sign a pledge that they won't take part in any debate sponsored by the commission on presidential debates Republican committee Mm -hmm. officials alerted the debate commission for for their plans in a letter sent on Thursday, a copy which was obtained by the New York Times. If it goes forward, it would be one of the most substantial shifts in how presidential and vice presidential debates have have been conducted since the commission began organizing debates more than 30 years ago. The nonprofit commission, founded by the two parties in 1987 to codify the debates, As a permanent part of presidential elections, it describes itself as nonpartisan, but Republicans have complained for nearly a decade its processes favor the Democrats. So, in other words, no debates if
1: they go forward with that. I see.
4: A lot of my problems with the debate is the moderator. I want regular Americans who don't know jack about politics to be the moderator right. i've got a friend um who's pretty smart she's brilliant doesn't know anything about politics she's really po'd at this point because she still hasn't received her refund from last year <laughs> i want her to be the moderator right. real people with real problems mm-hmm. not
1: stupid news people or people with agendas and like i said yesterday what is a refund right <laughs> right right
4: <laughs> Well, we do that on occasion. Don't we have audience members present the yeah, questions? Yeah, no, the town hall BS. That's all BS, too. I, I want
3: real Well, no, Ameri- no, but as a debate, right, I mean, when the two candidates are there, we have Joe Schmo saying, I'm wondering if...
4: Yeah, you know, no, I, I want that kind of... Moder- Some poor jackass that gets up at 5 in the morning works until 7 o'clock every night, has no time to read the paper or watch the news. He's too busy trying to put food in his family. Those are the moderators (laughs) I I want.
3: I foresee a guy who perhaps might at some point go, ah, blow it out your ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's who
4: I want. Yeah, I seen in the news the other day, uh, let's go, Brandon, that uh... (laughs) that's who I want. And then it'll end up uh, sounding something like
1: this. The question is, the question is, the radical left, will will you shut up, man? Will you
3: shut up, man? man. (laughs) Uh, speaking of the former president, while well, the former president keeps You know who up... would
4: be good? Mean who? Gene. Yeah. The guy that used to do the wrestling stand-up Mean thing. Gene Okerlund. Yes, Mean Gene Okerlund. Jean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead.
3: That's all right. Well, the former president keeps bringing up false claims about election fraud. Evidence about cheating in the presidential election continues to point at his party. Pro-Trump groups in at least five states sent the government forged certificates of ascertainment declaring Trump the recipient of the state's 2020 electors. The fake certifications, which were obtained by watchdog group American Oversight, have almost the exact same wording. Political reported that Arizona and Michigan tried to fool the National Archives by sending the forged certificates of ascertainment, declaring Trump the recipient of the state's 2020 electors, and that the January 6th committee now has those fake certificates, thanks to secretaries of state from both swing states. The Arizona group that sent the forgery called Arizona Protect the Vote is a sovereign citizen group because their letter included the state seal. The state sought legal action, referring the case to the attorney general and writing a cease and desist letter instructing the group to stop using that insignia. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Mike Lindell, the Pillow Mike, Man, right? Pillow Guy, yeah. Pillow
2: Guy. Why did Ricey bring him up the other day?
3: Uh, the pillow just,
4: Man. Just, uh, <laughs> my, that's uh, one of Ricey's God. needles.
3: Mike uh, said yesterday he has evidence to put 300 million Americans in jail. Really? Because of the 2020 election, which is kind of weird because there's only Uh, 332.5 million Americans in the United States. Mike, Mike, sit down. 300 million
1: people didn't vote. No, uh,
3: that includes children. And he said it's all going to come out in the next seven months. Uh, We don't know that. Are those
4: the bastards that didn't buy his pillow?
3: (laughs) Maybe that's it. (laughs)
1: Ronnie Spector, the
3: lead yeah. singer of the Ronettes. Why the did I always think she was black? Well, she's a mixture of, of various things.
1: She's a, <laughs> she's a, she's not an African American woman. Well, she's not white either. No, yeah, I don't know she what she is. is. She's it was a beautiful
4: mix.
3: I thought there were four or five different uh, things involved in her
4: background.
1: Did Did Spector write "I Can Hear Music"? No. I can hear music. Was
4: she right. a writer, but She recorded John? She, that. She was just a performer.
3: She was just a performer, yes. Right. Yeah, but, but he's how, talking Phil Spector.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. But Cause, what, yeah, well, Phil Spector created the Wall of Sound, right? right? And he and he and Ronnie was an integral part of that. In the Ronettes. and the Ronettes. Yes. And, the Ronettes. Ronettes and my
3: baby, yeah. baby. I and how
1: baby. many other
4: bands did she um, secretly sing for in the studio, and then they went out and hired um, posers? Well. Most of
3: most of those were Darlene Love, as I, cause oh. I had to read up on it after. Uh, oh. we, we talked about it about a year ago or a year and a half ago, and I, I was wrong with who, what I said. Who, did, who I did
1: the famous Christmas song every year for Letterman? Was that Darlene, Darlene Love? Darlene Love. Love which is yeah. just yeah, such Love. an extraordinary Oh, So event. I have to yeah. go on my talk tomorrow morning and make a lot of corrections.
3: Okay. Uh-oh. Well, well, yeah, I ah, forget it. What I what would have
1: guessed Ronnie Spector was much older than that. Yeah, she was
3: 78 yeah. and uh, died
1: after a brief
2: battle with cancer. Right. She was born Veronica Yvette Bennett in Washington Heights, Manhattan, the daughter of an African-American Cherokee mother and an Irish-American father.
1: Wow, yeah. that's a genetic uh, mix, worked, isn't it? It worked out for her, that's yeah. for sure.
3: The uh, group, they uh, they dressed, uh, well, they got away from, let's call it the virginal model that had defined, uh, defined female pop groups. She wrote in her 1990 memoir, We Weren't Afraid to Be Hot, That was our gimmick. Mm -hmm. Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones, in his speech inducting the Ronettes into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, described hearing the group warming up backstage. He said when they uh, sang, they could sing all their way right through any wall of sound. They didn't need anything. As we said, she was married uh, to Phil Spector for uh, a little while. Uh, She detailed abuse she endured while married to Spector. Not exactly a, uh, a surprise there. Phil basically kept her prisoner. And uh, she said she would drink. How about this? So that she could get out of the house and go to treatment. That's oh, not true. No. Wow. Uh, they ended up they they ended wow. up suing Phil. It took fifteen years in court. They eventually were awarded two point six million dollars, but that was overturned on appeal and they ended up getting substantially less Through the 70s, in an attempt to rebuild her career without Phil Spector, she collaborated with Jimi Hendrix, George Harrison, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, but she didn't find major success again until 1986 when her duet with Eddie Money, Take Me Home Tonight, reached number four on the Billboard singles chart and earned a Grammy nomination. Again, she was 78 years Hmm. old. I'm
2: reading the details of that relationship.
1: Holy cow. Well, Phil was a little strange. He had a gold coffin in the basement and said, this is where you're going to be if you try to leave here. Wow. Jeez. Other than that, he yes. was fairly normal.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He used to. I there's. I remember reading an interview with George Harrison because he worked on All Things Must Pass with Harrison, and Harrison said if he didn't like a solo or something, all of a sudden he'd pull out a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. okay, that'll make me play better, right? <laughs> huh. uh, I guess uh, more music news, but this isn't as big anymore. I don't. They? I think we can stop doing these. Uh, primary Wave Music has recently struck new catalog deals with uh, artists for yeah. a combined 60 million dollars uh, this time it's 20 million on a stake in Paul Ridge uh, Paul Rogers music publishing catalog for free and Bad Company and 40 million uh, to Jerry Beckley and Dewey Bunnell of America
1: hmm.
3: so uh, but they've spent they plan to spend 500 to 600 million dollars in the upcoming year can't oh, we sell them the garage logic
4: <laughs> Paul Rogers and and who <laughs> a couple of and, clowns from America
3: America, yeah.
4: You guys, you got to know that they ran right to the bank and cashed that thing before the guy uh, sobered up and decided, right. what did, the hell did I just
3: who, do? Who are we making fun of here? All three of them.
1: I think he's making fun of America. Well, all all, all three, three of Paul them.
3: Rogers is one of the top three voices in the history of rock. America so was a great easy. band. God that was easy. Was kid. I you love bastard. it that so, you're
4: still easy, so easy. It's like fishing in a stock pond, John. I you, love you, my friend. <laughs> why do you do this, to me? Why do I do
2: this? No, it, to me? It is. It's it's almost like there's a koi pond right, right. in your backyard, yeah, yeah. and you've got the big long. Pole. And I go, I go to my buddy, like
3: elbow my buddy.
5: Watch
2: this. Right. This is going to be good. Time me. Actually, It'll be about eight yeah. seconds, and I'm going to
1: get this one hooked.
2: Here we
3: I'll go. actually take a bigger bite of the hook and and say I would have thought America would have gotten more money for their. Their catalog is huge and is still played everywhere.
1: Yep, it really is.
3: Anyway. Thanks, Kenny. Uh, well, some folks thought the NFL getting into politics might hurt their ratings. That has not happened. How this, this number? This is by amazing. The
1: way, it's amazing.
3: This season saw their highest ratings in six years, and experts say part of that might be folks being stuck inside because of the pandemic.
1: I think so. Mm-hmm. Two
3: hundred seventy-two regular season games averaged seventeen point one million viewers across television and digital platforms, a ten percent increase over twenty twenty, and the league's highest average since twenty fifteen. Foot. Bah, fuck, NFL games ranked in the top 16, get this, accounted for 91 of the top 100 telecasts on television during the season. Wow. So of the 100 highest rated telecasts this year, 91 it, of them were
2: That's football. an impressive wow. number, and I don't doubt it, because I love football. I love watching every game. But oh, is it fit. also a product of most people now watching their shows via DVR instead of on live television? I have no idea. Do you watch? I can't watch sports DVR. No, no, no. Leave. That's what I'm saying. That that's the only thing that people watch live anymore is sports.
3: Oh, I see. Oh, I got you. oh, that's a good yes, point, yeah, reverse. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if that's part or, of it. All my nature
1: uh, the, shows I watch live. <laughs> the,
3: and and bridge building shows. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, <laughs> all of them are live. I don't. Uh, Poor Kenny. I have Kenny no library of oh, uh, you're funny nature man. shows.
2: I'm trying to think Uh, of a single show I watched a lot about uh, the
4: news. That three-hour documentary
1: on the creation of charcoal. Did you uh, did you tape that one? There was (laughs) a nature show last night (laughs) on a guy who put a saltwater tank in his living room, uh, in Alaska, and raised an octopus and developed a relationship with
0: it. Like,
1: like smoochy, (laughs) smoochy, (laughs) smoochy, come here, baby. No, not that. Uh, (laughs) You get a little handsy there, pal. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. He was a teacher at, in Alaska. Uh, yeah, he did something, something, I guess. Yeah, so. the neighbor, he uh, uh, got an octopus. Uh, <laughs> you ever go over there?
5: You see yeah. that damn thing?
3: <laughs> the other thing uh, leading, they're saying, uh, to more football watching is streaming. And they say that's only going to get uh, bigger uh, because uh, we got a lot of stuff going on coming up in football, apparently. Thursday night football. Uh, We'll all be heading to Prime Video next year, streaming as well as exclusive games on ESPN Plus and Peacock when the new television contract begins in 2023. And the league's Sunday ticket package with DirecTV expires after next season. Mm. Uh, Many folks are expected to make... big bids on that they should get a lot of money
4: am i the only one that thinks that streaming has taken all the fun out of watching tv there's just i
1: love streaming i don't know what that means essentially
4: there's too much look at your cable bill sometimes such i bet you're paying upwards of 300 a month for all your services i don't know i keep telling her that i think we pay too much for cable yeah, and she she comes back with something. You have no idea what yeah, we're doing. Exactly. Why, why
3: yeah. is streaming taking the fun out of it? I love streaming.
4: Uh, what is streaming? I, Kenny's I, talking about there's way too
2: many different platforms. Is that fair? I just fair?
4: miss turning on the TV and clicking over to the channel, and now you're telling me they're taking Thursday Night Football off of TV and they're putting it on streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How would I watch it then?
3: On Amazon, Prime On, video. on a
4: computer? No. Yeah. Exactly. Let's take Joe. a break and bring Patrick oh, on. He okay. can't do the
1: God. show tomorrow. He's got to fish, join us today. Fish stand, in, John. Fish
4: stand.
5: Can't
2: stand it. It. GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com. Guess what now is available if you go online to ChillBoys.com? Yes, performance long underwear. And I got to tell you, They're pretty dang sweet. I got a pair just a couple of weeks ago, and they are fantastic. So, obviously, winter is coming here. We all know that. But now, in in addition to the most comfortable underwear that you can ever possibly own, the most comfortable long underwear that you can also own is now available at chillboys.com. Yes, of course, they still have the performance boxers, the bamboo boxers, the boxer briefs. Everything that you want is all still available at chillboys.com, but now including long underwear, performance t-shirts too, by the way. And don't forget forget all of your orders that are over $40 those ship fast and free throughout the entire United States of America when you're thinking about giving gifts this upcoming holiday season think about chillboys and chillboys.com and when you place your order at chillboys.com please don't forget to let them know that you heard about them on the garage logic podcast
1: Are you on the road?
5: Not yet. Uh, A little later today, yes. I'm uh, not not yet. A little little later, heading to Duluth and then War Road. So I think the snow's going to be down here, though, right? Not up there. Right.
1: uh, When is the game in Duluth? Tomorrow?
5: Tomorrow at 9 a.m.
1: And after that, it's off to War Road.
5: Off to War Road. And uh, and by the wet rookie and everybody else tells me who has hockey playing uh, urchins. Mm-hmm. You always want them to get beat so they don't play in that championship game <laughs> on Sunday because too late in the afternoon. You want right. them to play that early consolation game yep. on Sunday about ten a.m. You know, so <laughs> that's, uh, that's That's you can secretly be saying "Oh bleep" under your voice if yeah. uh, they lose. But I hear that they have to play uh, the home team right off the bat up on War Road, so I don't like their chances. Yeah, But you Bunch of wimps from Woodbury taking on those guys trained on the river. I don't like them. I don't
2: like their chances, man. Yeah. I read a thing. Warro doesn't charge anybody to play hockey. I think that, that is really cool. Did you guys see that? Well,
5: that is somebody picking up the tab. That.
2: Well, you know what I'm saying. They don't yeah. charge kids to go, to go play. I mean to play for the high school team. I forget. Oh, here I'll find it for you guys. Play yeah.
5: youth hockey like they do everywhere else. You yeah, pay the stipend, the the, the the sizable stipend to play youth hockey. Oh. You know what else I bet about Warroad? Huh. huh. I bet they got $60 sticks. Oh, yeah. And not, not $300 sticks. They don't have, they got <laughs> sticks that, you know, made out of tree, you know. They go to carve a tree. Well, and, isn't the hockey stick uh,
1: manufacturer in Warroad? Warroad?
5: War uh, Christian Brothers is, uh, yes, one of them up yeah. there. That's true. That's true. They're, yeah, they should get a deal on them, I would think, so. Uh, they also have the five mile track now on the river, right? Skating track on right. the river, and I'm going on that Saturday morning, huh? In an ice buggy. <laughs> <laughs> what the now, hell it's is like an, an icy walk when you put I, your top down? Know. What's an ice buggy? what do you call those things that go along the ice? You know, a zamboni. Big fat, big fat wheels on them. You know, I don't know what they're going to be, but
1: uh, what pulls it? <laughs> Horses? An engine. Oh. An engine. An
5: engine. Ice buggy. I don't know what the hell they call it. I don't know what they are. But the, all I know is I'm not walking, or, and I can't skate, and I'm not walking. I know that. Is it so going to be like
2: the like guy that. in the rickshaw at the Twins game when he started sweating when you saw him uh, <laughs> approaching him?
5: <laughs> yeah. What was, what was that? Why did we make that guy do that? Hey,
2: buddy, I'm over in St. Paul. You're going to be chugging for a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pat, we were just talking about NFL TV ratings, and they're through the roof.
5: 17 million average per game. Now, mm-hmm. I don't believe that because they must be multiplying based on streaming and stuff like that. But that would mean that the average, so in the Lions play the bears they have three times as many people watching as the game six of the world series
1: isn't that something oh my
5: god yeah. i mean we are just possessed by that game i, I don't know what it is it's, uh, uh i i don't know why why it is so but even even uh when your team is terrible like the uh, vikings were at the end of the year i would imagine they had their usual twelve million watching
1: on Is Sunday. it the young, uh, a generation of young quarterbacks that is causing a renaissance?
5: No, I think it's a game. I think we like violence and we like screaming at the officials and we mm-hmm. like being mad at everybody. And I, I think that might be it. It's, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure, but I know one thing: the players of that game, with those TV ratings, they don't exert enough influence mm-hmm. uh, with the with the management there. I mean, they should. What, what would the what would the NFL do if they all decided to walk out? And say, right, you like this deal. We want guaranteed contracts before the playoffs
1: started. Right. So well, we have so, a playoff weekend coming up.
5: Foot, pretty good one too. Do you think they you think they were a little happy when they got New England at Buffalo? To, uh, yeah, <laughs> to, uh, the third game three, right the, Our I don't think it's fair to you, Reavers. Our Bills are two and zero against them already, and got to beat them again. No,
2: they split with them. Remember, they oh, lost at they... home in that game where the uh, Patriots threw three passes on Monday Night Football.
5: Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's right. They ran it down the throats. Excuse me. Where I, I think it was a little play.
2: breezy that day in uh, in Buffalo. Yes, it was, yeah, it was blowing
5: fifty or sixty. You're not making the drive, are you?
2: Uh,
5: <laughs> thinking about it, I'm
2: not sure yet. <laughs>
5: You're not willing to admit it in public. Maybe
2: we'll we'll talk on <laughs> when Monday. When is
5: it? Tomorrow night. Saturday
2: night at uh, eight o'clock Eastern, sir. <laughs> and it's going to be about a high of 11 that day. Yep. they I wouldn't put it past you. They are going to
5: roast a human being on a spit for that game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hell. That's worth the drive, Chris. <laughs> the tailgate is going to be. They're going to take a fan from the dolphin. And roast them on a spit. That's what do, those Bills fans.
4: That is primitive, man. <laughs> they that are a different
2: a group of there. You know, <laughs> I, I have said this to everyone. You have to do it one time. Go go to a game and just absorb the activity in the parking lot. That alone is worth the price of admission. Are you sober? Would you do that? Sober? <laughs> Hell no! I'm not doing that sober. Oh, God, no. You they might be there show. right now. They probably are. They're already getting ready. This, right this
3: could help make up your mind, Chris. Uh, I just read here this could be the coldest game ever in Buffalo. Eleven at uh, Game time, 11 degrees with a wind chill of 10 below at game time. Wait a minute. Ooh, These huh.
4: jackasses are still playing outside? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, oh, what yeah.
1: year is it over there? <laughs> well, those are the only games I look for. I I point to the outside games hoping for bad weather.
4: Roycey, are you you're referring all... to, like, a van with tracks on it or something like that, like a snow coach Kenny, or he doesn't know. He doesn't know, so <laughs> That's let's not... I'm even... obsessed with <laughs> this. I know, but you're just going have to buggy. do it without Patrick. Ice buggy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of
5: those things you go cross-country and except this is going to be on ice. What do you like call a
4: bombardier, man? you know yeah big
5: fat tires on them or some damn thing i don't know what do i know i know one thing i'm not walking <laughs> well now you got
1: me thinking why in the hell are you, you know, doing I... that
5: what well just because i want to say it. i mean it's i can say uh you know I boy i river. traveled this uh trail and it was fantastic i, I went on time. a voyage yeah
4: <laughs> you gotta get them to take take you out on the lake uh, you're gonna be close enough right you can just go out on a lake of the woods that's impressive
5: yeah. oh yeah yeah we're gonna take a peek anyway for sure i you know yeah as yeah. long as we uh you know as long as we don't keep winning, we'll be okay so. yeah
7: Pat, when, was,
2: <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you have set foot on a frozen lake patrick
7: oh it's
5: not, but it's not because i avoided them hell when i was kid i walked to school across the lake every you know we waited for the lake to freeze so you could have the shortcut walking to school on the other side of the lake so i'm not afraid of it but i don't know i haven't gone out of my way to walk on
1: one, no lately. no
5: i i tell you one thing i make sure it's damn good and frozen
4: Roycey, i uh <laughs> years ago Royce, i got in trouble we had a jam on uh, the west metro and i told people to take the lake from excelsior up to uh Wyzetta, and uh management came down pretty hard on me they said i can't do that kind of thing I, i've done that. that people do that all the time it's a nice shortcut they thought
5: perhaps someone would go through and the station is liable or that I, I, I
4: don't know what their deal is hey uh we got such to watch red oaks he's a few uh, episodes in i'm six in Thanks,
1: six in Ron Kind is the greatest tormented Jew in the history of Richard, entertainment.
5: <laughs> Richard, yeah. Richard yeah. Kind, yeah. Yep. Yes. And you know what? Every, every time somebody's making anything that wants the schlep husband, he gets the job. Right. And he's unbelievable. Yeah. He's the business man in TV and, and uh, movies. He can say, get me Richard Kind. He's I recognize
1: of, him instantly from Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was one of Larry's
5: buddies. Yes, yeah, and also tortured, right? Right, so, right. Yeah, well, he's. Uh, I was telling. Uh, I was telling somebody he's, he's like those, the same bad guys that got shot in every Roy Rogers and Gene Autry movie. You'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah. watch a double feature, and Roy would shoot him, one, never kill him. Shoot him in the hand right. one time, and then Gene would be shooting him in the next one. The same three <laughs> bad guys. <Yeah. laughs> those guys. You know that that one guy. He never had a moment's peace. He said, "Give me a day off, for God's sake!" I don't want to get shot again this week. What are you thinking of the Gopher basketball team?
1: They try Boy, hard, they don't
5: they? A, they put up a stout effort last Yes, they did. Man, they battled, and now they lost Curry. They have one center, a backup center, who's six foot ten or so, and they they got a freshman. Trayton Thompson, but I guess he's skinnier than heck, and uh, they haven't used him at all, even though they need depth. Right now, I'd say their backup center is the six foot six kid from Grand Marais, so they could Mm -hmm. get a little bit of trouble here after Charlie Daniels starts playing. That looked like a bad knee ankle sprain, so I don't think we'll see him for two, three weeks. What's your hot stock
1: Uh, tip on who the coach of the Vikings will be? um, Coach wise,
5: Kellen Moore. I'm guessing they try to hire the kid from Dallas, yep. the 34 year old wonder kid. Isn't that the kid but, named but Kellen Moore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kellen Moore. But Jerry Jones might figure out a way to keep him by promising him he's the next guy and stuff like that. But yep. who knows if he's any good? After that, I have no idea. I see that uh, they're going to hire a 33 year old young. I uh, fire uh, not. A interview a thirty-three-year-old woman for the GM job. Oh, I'll, I'll be more impressed if they hire her than uh, th- th- I, th- I'm. Suspicious that this is uh, this is intended to show what a cutting-edge uh, organization there. Well, you have a
1: good trip, lad.
5: All righty, sir. But I want uh, the one thing I want to say about Buffalo again, the uh, Reavers. Yep, is that. My friend Linneman from Toronto mm-hmm. has been all over the world going to crazy things. You know, he's been at midget boxing in the Philippines and stuff like that. <laughs> right, right. He says the Bills parking lot is number one.
2: <laughs> Not <laughs> even close. Really?
5: Out of visits. So wow. Stay away. You you got a family.
1: That's stay true. Away. That's all right. true. All right. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll uh, we'll be back. Scoonover
4: Body Works and Glass in Glass and Shoreview is a GLer's one-stop, third-generation, family uh, third-generation. Well, oh, wait, that kind of means the same thing, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a body shop. That's what it is. County E and Lexington and Shoreview, the sole sponsor of Positive Thursday here at GL. Uh, Mr. Positive Mike Scoonover is here. Uh, hey, uh, hi, Mike. How you doing? Hey, fellas. So Good to be we, here with you today. Mike, we've got this mutual friend who... I don't know what the deal is. Maybe he occasionally wakes up on the garage floor. He's really concerned about chunks of ice and, and garbage falling
7: off his car
4: onto his pristine garage floor. Could you help a guy out, Mike?
7: Oh, boy. You mean like with heated mud flaps or maybe <laughs> yeah, some carpet? Yeah, yeah heated mud
4: flaps. Some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some
7: scoopers. Scoopers. Joe, <laughs> Joel, you know how you can call, solve that? Go uh-huh. down to Florida. <laughs> yes, I, well, believe me, I would love to. <laughs> oh,
4: Such, uh you have no idea how much we, how much fun we have behind your back, or maybe you do. That's all right. <laughs> uh, say uh, seriousness uh, here, Mike. Um, business pretty good right now, huh?
7: Business is really good, Kenny. We're just, uh, we're. I mean, people are. Oh, boy, I just, I, I wonder how people get a driver's license, because the way people are driving on the road these days is just crazy. But we, uh, we, we see the end result of, of uh, some of those antics that are out on the road, and right now it is just absolutely crazy. I, I don't think we've been this busy in 20, 30 years. It's, it's been that crazy.
4: So uh, we, on GL, we've been talking a lot recently about the chip uh, shortage. Are you having issues uh, in your line of work getting parts?
7: Not, not Nothing to do with chips, but parts themselves, just simply because uh, COVID has struck local dealerships, uh, shipping places, people aren't able to pull orders, you know, it's just, I don't know, I wonder, one of these days it's going to end, I, I just hope it does sometime soon, but... Nothing major. It's just a it's just a minor inconvenience, and it's going to take a while longer to fix cars.
4: Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. Um, if a GLR is thinking of, it, like, let's say a GLR has a car, it's beat up, um, but it's drivable. Do you hold off on starting work on that car bef- uh, until you can get the parts in? How's that work?
7: We have had to change how we do business because before we would order these parts and have them here. Yeah. The problem is, is that uh, we don't have the space to store these parts, and a lot of times, a lot of these cars are going total. Yeah. Oh boy. So um, there's a fine line of what we can do, but I don't know. We roll the dice, just like we do with, you know, with life. You just take risks.
4: The key is get in touch with you guys, uh, work something out, and and I know you guys, from my own personal experience, keep the customer uh, updated almost on a daily basis.
7: You bet. Yep, yeah, absolutely. That's
4: so why I love you guys. GLers, if you need service work, body work, glass, oil changes, tires, doesn't matter. Uh, do what everybody on the GL crew does. Call up Schoonover Body Works and Glass. Uh, 80 years strong and of you. always rated as one of the top shops in the metro. Thank you so much, GLers, for choosing schoonoverbodyworks.com.
5: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere.
1: Say something warm to think about on these cold January days. The 31st Annual 2022 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center on Friday, Feb 18 through Sunday, Feb 20. Grab your foursome and get ready for your first round of the year. See all that Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show has to offer, including great deals on the latest drivers, Putters, irons, accessories—it's where I get all my golf clubs, and uh, you get great deals. And you can take advantage of special offers from your favorite courses and destination golf resort vacations while you're there. Plus, you can get a lesson from a pro and be ready to own your game this year. And as an added bonus, we'll be there. Garage Logic will broadcast live from the golf show. a.m. to 1 p.m. on Friday, Feb 18. Tickets are on sale now for just $12. Compliments of the TwinCitiesGolf.com. Each ticket purchase includes 10 free greens fee passes and three bonus passes if you purchase online. Find all show details at MinnesotaGolfShow.com. Presented by Choice Bank. Your select Minnesota Buick GMC dealers, Nelson Marine, and Second Swing.
4: We've got a sales guy, Rob. That this is like his woodstock yeah I, i've never seen a guy get so excited for a show yeah and when he's there he's just out of
1: control he's so happy and he's buying up shirts and oh balls. god he loves it's it a, it's, yeah. A, yeah it's it's funny to watch yeah uh tom writes there are at least five facilities in minnesota that make semiconductors three of which are in bloomington hmm. so oh. so and he said from today they make waters oh, they make wafers 12 inches wide with big robotic machines. They then get shipped to. Chi- shi- Hello? They then get shipped to China to be cut into tiny pieces to be placed on the chips, then shipped back to the U.S. Arizona, it doesn't rain there, so all the facility stuff can be outside and exposed to the elements, makes building costs more, uh, less expensive. Oh, uh, Mary writes, thank you for keeping Kim Potter, Kim Potter in your daily podcast. She needs your support and the support of her fellow Minnesotans. And uh, you can go to change.org and find a petition, uh, calling for Kim Potter to not be punished to the hilt change.org. And, uh, Christopher wants to know that on one of your shows, you spoke of Christmas lights on top of silos and grain bins. I think Kenny brought that up. A number of years ago, we put up a cross on our grain elevator. It lasted until we had an ice storm and pulled Mm -hmm. it down. This year, we took down the cross and fixed it up with a new rope light to outline the cross. Over the Christmas and New Year's, I've had hundreds of friends and neighbors comment to me about how you can see this for about two miles, four about two miles away. Our farm is about 200 feet north of the interstate. This is a ray of Light that I will keep as long as I draw breath, and he sent pictures of it. It's very cool. So and he
4: crawls up uh, his grain, his yep. uh, grain leg uh, yep. suits, yeah.
1: And only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Mumpumalonga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans. It was on this day, today, the 13th of January, the cruiser Duluth was launched at Newport News, Virginia, christened by Elia T. Hatch, wife of Duluth Mayor Edward H. Hatch. In May 1945, the ship becomes part of the U.S. fleet in World War II. Maybe that's what Patrick's taking, the, uh, the cruiser. He doesn't know what he's taking. <laughs> on this day in 1978, Hubert Humphrey died. Humphrey was born oh. in Wallace, South Dakota on May 27, 1911. State campaign manager for Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1944 and a founder of the anti-communist group Americans for Democratic Action, Humphrey entered the national spotlight after delivering a rousing address on civil rights at the 1948 Democratic National Convention. He served in the Senate beginning in 1948 and was elected vice president under Lyndon B. Johnson in 1964. He lost to Richard Nixon in a close race for the presidency in 1968 and then in 1970 was reelected to the Senate where he served until his death. Did you know that Nixon and Humphrey were tremendously close friends?
2: No, I did not, I did uh, not.
1: Tremendously, uh, uh, when uh, Humphrey died, uh, Richard made sure he was there in the rotunda for his
2: buddy. Huh, he had a stadium named after him.
1: That's right, the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. What an insult to Hubert H. Humphrey. That place was such a dump. What a dump. Kenny, I got
4: me a big one. Fishing
1: <laughs> with reavers. It's and on this day in, uh, 19, in, this day in 1982, <laughs> nature writer and environmentalist Sigurd Olson died in Ely. He was born in Chicago in 1899. He served as a canoe guide in the Boundary Waters region and was active in environmental issues beginning in the 1920s. Playing a prominent role in the battle for federal protection of the Boundary Waters area, and serving as president of the Wilderness Society. And if you haven't read anything by him, uh, much of it is very enjoyable.
4: Much of it's very I enjoyable. I don't believe I have. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't think I have.
2: Thank you, G. Ellers. Really quick, though. I, I I always have to share this when the dome is brought up, and it was, I believe, our first ever. Uh, time hosting Twins Fest when we uh, were on the AM side of things, when we were the Twins affiliate, and we're sitting there. It's Joe, Pat, Brooke, me, and Johnny. I think you were
1: there, too. I was
2: there, yes. Joe looks around and says, look at this dump.
1: (laughs) God, I hated that building. I just hated that building.
7: Dave St. Peter was
2: maybe eight feet away from us. (laughs) You
1: you hated it because uh, you lost your job over it. Basically. Well you yeah. hated
4: it before that
1: though. I right? didn't I never liked the idea to begin with. Right, right. So, yeah, I I was proven correct. I mean, they went. And built you've never an learned. Stadium.
4: Have you, in all these years, learned when to keep your big fat trap
1: shut? Nope. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> he's not certain now. That's why I'm working with you, buddy. I nope. <laughs> Never
2: have. If you'd like to see more of that big trap, head on over to the Garage Logic YouTube page and hit that subscribe button for us, if you wouldn't mind. And you can also see all of our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, and also don't forget about the uh, online shop. We have a bunch of closeout items on the Garage Logic Store at GarageLogic.com that are there for you. We'll catch you tomorrow. It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up the phone and we make the call to Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, and GLers. Now is the time to call Mr. Money Talk for that free 48 minute financial consultation. And you do so by calling 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. You call that number and you get Josh. And you also get straight talk. You never get sugar coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And Josh, you would like to talk about a couple of things including the continued worries of COVID, inflation, and interest rates today.
0: Oh my goodness, Chris, just a continual replay. We're worried about COVID and Omicron, and it's going to shut down the entire economy. The supply chain is going to be stalled, and people are not going to be able to go to work, go to school. It's the worst. Nothing is going right on that front. Sell, stock, go buy bonds. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. It's the Fed. We're worried about the Fed, and j is saying the economy is going pretty well. Heck, even the president of the United States, the economy is growing at a very good clip. The president says the economy is growing so fast, we need more stimulus so that more people participate in the growing economy. The Fed says, well, the economy is growing so fast, we have to raise interest rates to slow down the economy. My goodness, no wonder the market is somewhat confused. There is no real direction on a macro basis. We're starting to come into earnings season, and hopefully earnings will take a little more precedent over some of the macro concerns, particularly with some of my favorite companies. But do bear in mind, with the guidance that companies give, even if they report very good earnings, market players are concerned with the guidance for the next quarter and into the next year. Do be prepared that many corporate executives are going to cite the worries again about the virus and about supply chain and maybe about the direction of interest rates as the Fed starts slowly to tighten to not let inflation get out of control. Places that I've concentrated on, primarily companies involved in the internet, leisure businesses, China-related funds, and real assets such as real estate, have seen a lot of ups and downs, but I would take, and I'll say that's why I have continually pounded the table to keep up to 30% in cash in a portfolio. Our portfolios, we keep up to 30% in cash for both safety and take advantage of some of the market volatility. 30 to 60% goes into value-oriented names. My favorite value-oriented name is still Apple. Apple has gotten several positive comments, but too many positive comments can lead to a little disappointment of course when apple reports their earnings in a, in a few weeks another value oriented name in the Semiconductor space is probably the cheapest semiconductor around is Micron Technology. There's a very uh, cheap name. Another value-oriented name that we have mentioned on this program before is Viacom. Viacom CBS, trading at a ridiculously low price-to-earnings multiple, pays 7% yield, and has the potential to be acquired or merged with a, a company, as there could well be some consolidation happening in the streaming industry. And in the balance of money, we put in value-oriented names and use for some short-term trading. With some of the volatility going on, there are many places that offer some potential rewards in that area.
2: Very good, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time to pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. Straight talk, never sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time in the chat. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you again next week.
0: You got it. Thanks, Chris.
1: Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments
0: involve risk.